today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. More news breaking out of the investigation that, uh, of course, was that bomb blast in Russia on their uh, train system. Investigators in Russia have identified the man behind the subway blast in St. Petersburg. Uh, he was a Russian nationalist. He set off the bomb that uh, now has killed 14. Of course, the uh, the death toll rising in that uh, tragedy. To talk more about all of this, John Thompson is with us, security consultant, strategic intelligence group, and he is with us now. Hello, John. How are you today? Not too bad. Yourself? I'm good, John. Thank you for taking the time to join us. We always appreciate this. Uh, John, yesterday when we, the, when we were talking about this story, uh, it was a thought that officials were looking for someone in a surveillance video leaving the scene, which alluded to the fact that it may not have been a suicide bl- a bomber. Does it change the discussion now that it looks like, in fact, it was a suicide bomber? Well, not that much, because the point is there's both the bomber himself, and of course, you know, you need to identify him, uh, and then find out who helped him. Uh, very few people do this by themselves. There is usually uh, a planner, a bomb maker, and some other people around. Uh, in fact, the Israelis found in the uh, the second intifada that typically a suicide bomber had about five, a support group of about five people. How difficult will it be to get information on this and uh, a free flow of information because, obviously, it's in St. Petersburg, Russia? Um, The Russians have actually got some pretty good investigators um, uh, with a lot of experience in counterterrorism. They they do play by different rules from us, and some of those rules are somewhat rougher. But uh, they'll have an idea of who did it fairly quickly. And... uh, so will we get accurate information on what is happening there? Will Russia, will the Russians be uh, forthright with that, or is it best for them to keep all of this under wraps? The Russians uh, actually are quite willing to share information. The usual problem is our reluctance to receive it, knowing some of the ways they generate intelligence. But uh, the Russians have uh, shown willing to be partners many times in the past. Uh, we know that on you know, several occasions, for example, they've give, given Canada information about uh, Canadians who went off and got involved with the Chechen movement. Uh, and, of course, the, the Russians, uh, I remember uh, 2004, after the, the horrific incident at Beslan, were uh, more than willing to talk to anybody and start cooperating with them. So uh, you said the way they get their info, well, uh, are we to presume that means torture? Is that what you're referring to? It's possible. Um, the, the, even then, I mean, Russian jurisprudence, Russian standards on policing are different from ours. Mm. Uh, and they will use techniques that we won't. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's more likely that they will use torture than we ever will. Uh, does that make the information any less or more accurate? Not really. Um, I don't think it makes it that much more accurate. It, in fact, in practical terms, it usually makes it a little more suspect. Um, people with a lot of experience in interrogation know that actually uh, um, torture is an unreliable technique. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, the most famous interrogator in history uh, was a Luftwaffe NTO in World War II who got encyclopedias worth of material out of captured Allied airmen with tea, cigarettes, and sympathy. So we won't take that information, or we're not interested in that information, meaning the West, uh, for that reason? We'll take it under advisement. Right. But, uh, I mean, Russian evidence 
for a trial isn't something we could use. It might not be admissible in the Canadian court. Yeah, good General point. intelligence, yes. You know, this is the pattern. This is what's happening. These are what these guys are doing. But uh, <clears throat> legal standards of information that hold up in a courtroom, no. Uh, do they seem more willing to help the fight or, 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 or work together uh, with the fight on terrorism than others do? Um, well, well, certainly some other countries have a great deal of difficulty cooperating, uh, both for their own internal reasons, you know, privacy protection, their own standards of rights. And some countries are uh, more sympathetic. I mean, let's face it, we'd uh, never get support out of Iran, not anything we could trust. Um, and, and, and some countries, I mean, the, the jihad doesn't really concern them that much. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.